0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 70 of the Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com.
2: On today's show... We discuss the World Equestrian Games that will were held in Tryon, North Carolina this month. The breed of the show is a Sun Conure. Critter nutrition focuses on CBD for horses. And in Coffee Clatch, we pick the dog breeds that best fit notable celebrities. Listen in. <laughs>
3: So, we're all hurricane survivors this year. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Or Dodgers. Or Dodgers. There you go. Well, it
1: sounds like we, yeah, we, we all got to dodge a little bit. I mean, sounds like. Well,
2: true. But, but Jennifer is the one that, you know, got more of the hurricane. You got the tornadoes, yeah, Patty. And we got the rain.
3: <laughs> a little something for yeah. everybody. Well, we so. did. We, yes. Yeah. We, yeah. We got a little bit of
1: Yeah definitely got ruined. Yeah, yeah, he was just, he was going to hit all spectrums. You know? So,
2: did you just hang out in the hotel during the hurricane, Jen? Never. Um
3: actually, we only had to hunker down for one day uh during the hurricane and we just we stayed at a bed and breakfast for the entire run of the games. So, we just oh, stayed wow. at the bed and breakfast oh, nice. which was rather lovely actually. It was a proper building. Uh, so we had no worries about that and um I actually slept because I had the flu. Worked out pretty convenient-like. Uh, but uh, Glenn geez. went out regularly and checked the weather and was doing little <laughs> Facebook Live weather things. He was doing kind of uh, <laughs> spoofs of Jim Cantore and, you know, out in the blizzards Those were so oh, God, funny. funny. They were hilarious. It was so, so I, I, uh, Yeah, it was really funny. It was very funny. Yeah. So for us, it was almost a non-event. By the end of the games, all the Brits were coming up to us and going, that wasn't a hurricane. That's just regular rain where we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, um, yeah, we 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 didn't get a real hurricane that stayed east of yeah. us. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. So, yes so it wasn't so bad. Um, folks east of Tryon did get hit really, really hard, yeah. and they're still dealing with flooding yeah. as we yeah. record this podcast. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And Richmond got 10 tornadoes.
1: Wow! Yeah, it was a little, yeah. Cra- it was a little crazy. Um, yeah, it was it was a little insane because you know I was supposed to teach that night. And one of my <laughs> what what my student texted me like I guess a screenshot of the what the weather was supposed to do, and I was like, huh, I had no idea. I had no idea. And then you know I drove home, which I was grateful for because um, one of them passed. I live in the middle of 200 acres, and it's sort of flat. And, um, I'm surrounded by woods on one side and you could see the edge of where it was coming through.
2: Um, so it was
1: roomful I was home because my son would have been home alone, which, um, you know, at one point he was in the bathroom with all the dogs, although he did uh, send Gavin out because he said he smelled too much. and If anything happened, (laughs) I should go out and run in the bathroom. I'm like, okay, I think that's how it works. But, you know, we were spared and there's one that was actually close to the barn. I mean, you know, it. But there was the one that hit in Chesterfield, um, unfortunately did result in one death, but um it, it was just kind of not expected and quite bizarre, not really common in this area. Right. So, yeah, we're not known as but a, we
2: we all per, a tornado alley.
1: No, not at all. I mean after being up in the Dallas area and yeah. and you know, they deal with all kinds of stuff all the time, but it was, just a, it was just, you know, just the last part of the storm sort of breaking up, and it just caused the right amount of wrongness you know. Um, so, um, but you guys just got some rain, right, kids? Just, yeah, we got
2: like five inches of rain, which in normally soppy ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, but considering what you all were supposed to get.
2: Oh, yeah. we were talking we'll about see.
1: 10. To, to, yeah. Yeah, so it really.
2: We dodged yeah, that did, bullet for sure. Hurt.
1: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. But But of course, all of our thoughts and prayers go out to the people that uh, are still dealing with it. I had two uh, friends that actually, one that stayed in Emerald Island and um, kind of sent us updates, but we never, she never lost uh, ability to uh, text us, which was kind of nice. Which is wow. um, Yeah, but but you know that happened with us during Harvey. I was so surprised that people could still text me, um, uh, um, even when people lost power. But anyway. yeah, and what a lot you of know, what through. a
2: lot of people don't realize is that after a hurricane blows through, you would think that the air would like be cool and nice, but it well, is no it's
3: quite horrible. the reverse. Yeah, it's quite yeah, the reverse. It's it usually heavy. gets it's hotter, very
2: and yeah. hotter, and yeah. and more humid. And when you don't have electricity, it is it is just agony.
1: And it's hard. It's very. It's very hard. It's very hard. But but um, but it, but the good news is that the the wake still went
2: on and um, it, it did you know, and um, to- it was it, it was a great it was great for the U.S. equestrian team because we really we really got um, you know we won a lot and that was very exciting because we don't always win yeah. a lot of medals in the World Equestrian Games so yeah. Um, so, anyway.
0: Good to do it on a home
2: turf, yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. So, join us. We're going to talk about the World Equestrian Games and a whole bunch of other things. So, let's go. Today, our roundtable discussion is our thoughts on the World Equestrian Games that were held in Tryon, North Carolina this month in a curious um, synchrony with uh, Hurricane Florence. Yeah. And Hello. Um, <laughs> So uh, Jennifer was actually there. Patty and I were not, but um, we took the, uh, or at least I did, I took the opportunity to watch it on FEI-TV and the NBC Olympic channel. And how about you, Patty? Did you see any of it?
1: I was not actually really able to see it at my house um, because I don't have good internet (laughs) Um, and I had to wait till I would get to the barn and watch it the next day, but I got to see, I mean, I was able to see, um, I only watched the dressage and I really literally only watched three rides. I got, I watched Bella Rose, Laura Graves and Charlotte. And, um, I, uh, you know, I was, I was, um, I was amazed. I, I mean, I think, um, I thought Charlotte's new horse is going to be unbelievable. Um, Uh, I thought uh, thought it was a pretty unbelievable horse. I'm just a major fan of Laura Graves. I love that horse. Um, I love the way she rides it. I just think it's amazing. Um, And I think Isabel is undisputed the queen. You know, she does things that, um, she may not be as pretty of a rider as like Laura or Charlotte, but um, man, she just gets the job done. I I, I swear she could get a picnic table to do whatever she wanted, you know?
0: (laughs)
3: Picnic table passage. There
1: we go. <laughs> yep, yeah. Boom. Check that back. I mean she's just amazing. And I loved how emotional she was about winning after all the titles that she's won to and um I love that moment where Laura Graves put her hand um on mm-hmm. her shoulder. Um, you know. I don't know, I like I like the humanity. Like that that the older I get the more I like that type of stuff. I just thought it was just was amazing Cause you know, you know that Laura wants to win everything. I mean, she's said it over and over again. She wants to be the best of all, which I think is, you know, awesome. But I also thought it was pretty cool for her to, you know, hail to the queen a bit, you know? Um, yeah. And I just thought Charlotte was like a cute little giddy schoolgirl going, Oh my gosh, am I going to be even <laughs> awesome in a couple years, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually all I got. I, and maybe a little bit um, of the eventing. And I got to hear a ton about, uh, of course, endurance and all that stuff. But, how about you, Tiggs? I uh, got to
2: see a lot of the Grand Prix. Um, I got to see most all of the special. Mm. Um. And but what really riv and I thought the dressage was great. Um, just mm. great overall quality, and I the guy who does the music for
1: oh, the I, Grand Prix yeah.
2: is just freaking brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it, I had it,
1: heard about that. Yeah.
2: It, yeah. You and know, I read, then I read an article about it and the way this guy, and he puts it together sort of on the, on the wing, you know, he, he has seen videos of the horses, of course, before, and then he sort of amasses a collection. And then as they're going, he starts doing the music. It It's like, Whoa. Mm-hmm. I thought that—that I
1: mean, yeah, that's kind of amazing. Yeah,
2: dressage a lot. Mm. Um, But the thing, the two things that really riveted me was cross country day, um, Mm. which blew my mind. Um, The most beautiful course I've ever seen. And it was nope. exciting and, and beautiful. And those horses are so brave. And I, I thought that was really a great day in equestrian sport, even if it wasn't great for the Americans. <laughs> and I thought the final of the team show jumping was amazing. That mm. jump off was one of the most exciting times in show jumping I've ever witnessed
1: it, well, it you're was me incredible now, and now i'm going to go watch it
2: so you, cool you, i'm going to you watch definitely it. have to go watch it and i thought the the marathon driving was was so mind boggling difficult mm. i mean it 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 i i my mind cannot even t- take in how they can make that many turns <laughs> with the yeah. four versus tightest, I mean, and how they learn that course, Patty. If you, it's like a labyrinth, really. I, 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 it's, yeah, it's, it's actually
3: it's, six labyrinths. <laughs> it,
2: wow, it was, yes, wow, it, it was insane. It was insane. I actually, did you
3: get to see it, Jen? Oh, yeah. Yep, we were, were you okay. live there Oh yeah, oh yeah. She, yeah. Yes, we got we we stayed for Marathon Day. That was our last full day there. Um we drove back on cones day. But uh we got oh yeah, we spent the entire day out on the course watching. I love to watch marathon. It is absolutely my favorite thing to watch. Just it is astounding. It is just astounding. It's just mm-hmm. astounding.
2: Is that's a, the right word?
3: And that we Cone. won. And that we won. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh my God! And that we won. Yeah. But I tell you
2: that Australian driver excels. I think is his last name. Boyd I think that's Excel, a great yeah. name.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, I mean that sounds
3: actually. Like, he's actually like not, a brand. He's he's a, he's a superhero from the Marvel comics.
2: Yes, <laughs> that sounds like a brand. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm wearing the Boyd XL. <laughs> I need a size yeah. eighty Boyd XL for my horse. I mean
1: yeah. Patty, yeah.
2: this guy is is unbelievable.
1: He's so unbelievable. I'm, gonna have to, I'm definitely gonna have to watch. It. I'm gonna have to watch
2: it. And the horses are so freaking cool. They're just Yeah. They're just cool.
1: Well that's what that's what I've decided when I can't ride anymore when I'm about I'm figuring about eighty that I'm gonna drive. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, well, driving. you know
2: about my famous lesson with James Houston, driving Yes, one I do remember horse. hearing about that.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, and it kind of freaked you out, I believe.
2: It's it's so difficult, and I used to drive a pony in a pony cart, but I was just, you know, flying around and having fun, but he made me hold my reins a certain way and do this a certain way, and and I'm like, uh, it's just Such a snob. <laughs> and it was all in one hand. Now- you know, I could only have the uh, reins in remarkable. one hand. So, you know, I work all the roads. You
3: must you must remember that in combined driving, they don't do it that way. The way you were learning was called the Aachenbach method, and that's for coaching for the folks who have the really oh. fancy rigs that just trot down the road in Newport and look beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. that's the style of, of rain carriage that they use. For combined driving, it's a two hand. Oh yeah, operation. you you
2: have to use two yeah. hands. I mean, there's just and no I, way. I know
3: this it. because because Wendy explained it to me on Saturday at the marathon. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say.
2: She, she, by the way, was an excellent commentator on NBC, the Olympic channel.
3: Wasn't that fabulous? She, she found she out excellent. exactly 30 minutes before she went on air that she needed to, oh. that she was going to do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. They texted That's her the cool. night before and say, can you do the FEI? play-by-play, play. she said, oh, sure, done that before, FEI, big deal, nobody watches. And then she walked upstairs to the uh, control room and they said, oh, yeah, here, here's the NBC feed, and she's gone, what? <laughs> 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 you know, well, on so NBC she, probably better
1: that she didn't know, right, <laughs> going into it, she, yeah.
3: She probably
1: was, like, very innocent, she was like, excellent. Occurred.
3: Yeah, she really stepped up, we were so proud oh, of her. Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: So what cool. were your overall impressions since, you know, Patty and I were here and there were, you know quite a lot of tornadoes where Patty was on Ugh, one of the yeah. days. and um, Yeah.
1: Well, we didn't really get the rain rain until, we, I think, you all. Later in when the it went north. Week. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hurricane-wise, we were very lucky in that we, we kind of dodged the bullet, and locally in Tryon, all we got was some medium to heavy rain and some really you know, 20 to 40 mile an hour gusts for about 24 hours. So in that respect, um, there wasn't a great danger involved. So from that point of view, luckily, yeah, it was, it was a non-event. Um, and that was sheer luck because they took the appropriate uh, measures in case it <coughs> didn't go our way because it could have gone really, really bad like it did further yes. of, out towards the coast. So from that point of view, <clears throat> yay team. Thank you, Mother Nature. We appreciate that. Um, I think overall what it comes down to is the competitors and the competition, with the exception of one particular non-FEI discipline, stepped up. They competed well. They were good sports 99.9% of the time. The horsemanship was amazing. The competition Uh was amazing. So from that point of view, an absolute A+. From the point of view of a world championships, a world equestrian games, it definitely lacked that um goosebumps wow factor for obvious reasons. The facility mm-hmm. was really quite was not unfinished. Completed. And yeah. partly because of that and partly because we had a hurricane in the middle of it, we did yeah. not have a lot of spectators um, compared to yeah, other it sounds, world equestrian Yeah, games. it sounds
1: like a lot of people didn't show up, right? A I lot mean, of people they were so didn't concerned.
3: for... for you know va- perfectly valid reasons S- so it felt like a really big horse show like you might go to a horse show where a lot of top like world class competitors might be right but it didn't have right. you know, when we went when we were in Lexington it definitely you walked into the grounds and you saw the the poster across the back of the bleachers at the Rolex stadium which was you know as as big as a football field itself except vertical yeah. you kind of got goosebumps Mm-hmm. And it didn't have yeah. that. Yeah, so, that
1: was pretty cool. You're right. Yeah.
3: yeah, it didn't have that, and I'm not disappointed because I didn't expect that. Right. You know, because we do the sh- we did the 2018 show, we were kind of in on all the the goings on and stuff. I'm disappointed, and I'm sad for the American equestrian community because we didn't get to put our best face forward in that respect.
0: Hmm.
3: Yeah. So you know, that's that's. Is it where fair to
1: say though that? Some of that was because they, because a lot, maybe some of the listeners don't know this, but it was not supposed to be in Tryon, and no, they really didn't to. have as much time to get it ready. Do you think that well, that was a factor?
3: No. So here's, here's why I don't give them a pass on that. <clears throat> okay. They, they could have done the World Equestrian Games really, really well without building a hotel. Yeah. Without building a four-story Golf high, course. Well, the golf course was already there. They actually used the golf course for the cross-country course. It was already there. Um, That was actually in their favor. They didn't need to build or start building a four-story high um, behemoth of a media building. They they had this grand plan. And Mm -hmm. when we heard about the grand plan, we all looked at each other and said, even under the best of circumstances, this is not going to get done in 18 months. I think if he had made a more... A reasonable and logical plan to have facilities for this, I think we would have had a better games, mm-hmm. but he would not have had a start down the road towards what he wants to make as, you know, the Las Vegas of equestrianism. Right. In prime right. which was his goal right. in the long term. He, wa- he didn't want yes. to just do the equestrian games. He wants to have that, but the world equestrian games itself suffered for it, in my opinion. Yes.
2: Yeah. Do you think maybe yeah. it's gotten to the point where nobody can really host one site for all the, I th- I think the disciplines? I think That's it's silly point.
3: to keep moving it. They need to pick one or two locations, have them alternate and have them the agree. same place and keep going back there and we're gonna get a better we're gonna get a better um competition. We're gonna have a better uh spectator experience because after all, isn't this our opportunity to bring outside people into the sport and help. Them yes. Enjoy it. Yep. You know,
2: so well, it'll a, be you know, interesting
3: to see if,
2: if, um, I think it should be broken up. In other words, Aachen can do dressage and show jumping. I think
3: it should all be in the same place.
2: And, um, and eventing and combined and, uh, driving can be in England. And, you know, raining can be anywhere up, then, in the U.S. Then there's US. no
3: World Equestrian Games. All that is is a, is a championships. Aachen already has the facilities, and there yep. are probably half a dozen other places in the world that already have the facilities already there. So there we go. Mm-hmm. And my favorite yeah. part about the whole 15 days that we were there is actually not when I was looking at a horse. I was sitting in the what? media. Oh, what was it? I was sitting in the media room processing sound files. And the show jumping was going on, and every once in a while I glance over at a, at a monitor to see what was up. And I thought, oh, they're getting down to the end. And there's no there's no audio feed in the media room. All I can see is a a monitor. I can't hear anything. And all of a sudden, the entire building started to shake. It felt like there was an earthquake, and it was the crowd in the stadium adjacent. To the building, going bonkers when McLean Ward went clean. <laughs> went clean. Oh. Wow! Oh, that's so cool. The whole that's cool. The whole stadium. There was probably six or seven thousand people out there. Just went ballistic. That was my favorite part of the whole show.
2: Well, let that's me tell you, cool. the way he rode that round, it's yeah. just it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, if oh, cool. if our listen any of our listeners went to the WEG. Um, you know, be sure to, to tell us your impressions uh, on HealthyCritters.com or on our Facebook page, Healthy Critters Radio.
0: <laughs>
4: Hello? How are you? We've had a little bit of a long day. We just got back in the car after teaching 14 lessons. One of us is punchy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how well I know the feeling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you gotten into any of those espresso beans?
4: Don't have any of those. Oh, dear. Oh,
1: God. (laughs) That's probably a good thing, though.
4: Well, stop. Not for me. No, I like those. (laughs) They're (laughs)
1: delicious.
2: Well, Jennifer has a question for you.
4: And how may I answer your question?
3: I would love you to answer it honestly and enthusiastically, and here it is.
4: Um, Okay, ready.
3: Humans love to spend quality time with their canine friends on the couch watching films. But pretty much the human gets to choose the film. So we want to know, Hedwig, what is your favorite movie?
4: Oh my, what a query, what a query. <laughs> Let's see. What, well, I mean, obviously we must work within our genre expectations. We can't just have one. True. So when it comes to comedy, oh, I think the one that I just find Side-splitting. So funny. Fish called Wanda. <laughs> so funny. Chip up the nose kills me every time. <laughs> what goes well with this? Chip. <laughs> yeah, so that by far funniest movie ever made, no question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then when it comes to drama, hmm. well, I mean, I think one must always value the film. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with this one Terms of Endearment. Oh, one, yeah when Jack Nicholson yeah. says I was this close to a clean getaway <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and then that, that, just for best was. movie of all time Princess Stride <laughs> yes she wrote oh. in some unusual Oh, <laughs> oh I Friends, do not think I that wouldn't. word means what you think it means <laughs>
2: I would not have guessed Princess Bride for you.
4: Well, there are so many things you don't know about me, Tigger. <laughs> 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 or do you ever ask where is Jennifer thought that he queried my favorite <laughs> film?
1: <laughs> Interesting.
4: I shall hold this against you later.
1: Yeah, this
2: winter in Florida, I'm sure.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> no doubt.
2: Well, Hetty, I hope that in the next couple of weeks you'll get to pick your favorite, to watch your favorite movie with your servant.
4: No, well, she doesn't need to watch them with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could well, she'd there we be go. doing chores of some kind while I uh, watch the film. She could uh-huh. make me popcorn with butter. Do you eat that? Yes. Oh, is, why would I not eat good. that? <laughs> is, popcorn, that is popcorn is popcorn problem with popcorn? Is popcorn
3: to be eaten without butter or should it always have butter? It should always have butter and cheese on. Oh, butter and cheese. I see. And what about popcorn with caramel? Is that permissible or is that a no-no?
4: I mean, I'll eat it, but it's not my favorite. Okay.
3: Well, that's good to know. Well, thank you very much for your time yep, today, to Edwig. And uh, hopefully this weekend you'll be able to watch some of your favorite movies.
4: Thank you. Have a nice time. Thanks. Safe driving, Hetty. <laughs> bye, Hetty. bye
3: and now it's time for the Breed of the Show. So
1: we are now at the Breed of the Show. Um, and Tigger, once again, has made me go outside of my box. And she says, let's do parrots. Oh, gosh. Well, the good news is I've actually had a few birds. <laughs> I'm not of saying I'm good at it. Yeah, but I have chosen um, actually a very beautiful, vibrant um, a parrot known as a sun conure, also known as uh, another name for it. it's called a sun parakeet. And they're quite beautiful. I don't know if you guys have ever they're seen them. So they're, cute. Vibrant. they're so Oh, they're cute. beautiful. They're just beautiful. Um, they're um, but and they're but they are considered a, a parrot. Um, but it's a it's a medium size. It's a smaller, uh, obviously um, very vibrant, vibrantly colored. Um, the males and the females are very similar in appearance. They are about 12 inches. So they're not very big. Um, but they have, um, they have, they have a lot of characteristics of, of, of bigger birds. Um, <clears throat> um, for instance, they have something that's called the, the white patch around the skin of their eye. It's called the, um, Eye ring, which is you find in macaws. So there's a lot of very similar things. but hmm. Still, you're getting, you're still getting this this some of the similar things, but in a smaller bird. Um, they talk. Um, well, that's a good question. They do. Um, they do talk. They're not as easily to train to talk. You have to really stay committed with it. They're not as easy as some of the other conures. Um but they are indeed a very loud bird very loud. We'll get back to that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, they make, um, cause they're, you know, there, there's a, I was trying to really research if it was kind of your good first bird, if that's what you want to go with, because they're, they're, they're very, they are easily trained. Um, they will bite if you provoke them, um, as will any bird. Um, but they're extremely, um, affectionate and can be actually quite cuddly. um, um and you can train them to do like you can go online or get books, and you can kind of train them to do different things. And like like you said, I mean, you can get them to talk, but it's just not as easy. But they they will only form, they'll only be able to do a couple couple cent uh, a couple words, um, and it, it takes some diligence. Um, um, but the thing about any type of bird in this. St- Really, truly, if people, you know, listen to this and they're like, "Ooh, I want to look at a sun card. Whoa, they're so beautiful. A couple things you need to know about the sun conure. Um, they live to 30 years. Wow. So, and they get very attached to their people. And um, this is the one thing that when I was doing birds for a period of time, I just took for granted because I was like, yeah, it's a bird, you know, whatever. They get very attached to their people and they become heartbroken, you know, because they're very interactive. Um, and they actually can be quite good with children. Cause if you take a lot of time with them, they can, you know, they really can be trained. Um, so that's something to consider, um, when you're, when you're considering a bird, a uh, sun conure. So the loud part, so, <clears throat>
4: um,
1: they, they make noise. I don't even, they're just very, very loud. And, it, and they, um, they tend to do it squawky? all day long. Oh gosh. Uh, yes
2: it's not and like it's
1: called a turn con- No. I mean, I would hear it from my house and my barn in Altavista if you that I would hear it in the barn. You remember the distance? Pretty uh-huh. loud, pretty long. And it's called a contact call and what they're doing is the, you know, in in the wild they contact they they make that call um I I to kind of out to other con, you know, other sun conyers that are out there um to get food or come back home or you know whatever. So um it's something to consider you forgot if you live in your an apartment,
4: lunch, Jerry.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on back. But you really um don't want to do this with this particular conyer if you live in an apartment. Um <laughs> good. So know. okay. Yeah, it, I mean they're they're known to being as loud as beautiful they are color-wise is as loud as they are. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Um <laughs> So feeding them, um, they, um, they eat fresh, um, fruit and vegetables like apples, grapes, bananas, melons, all good, um, carrots, broccoli, green beans, that kind of stuff. But, um, there are some things that are toxic avocados, which is very disappointing. I didn't know that, um, cocoa, onions, um, that kind of thing, and and they're very specific things that, if you go to a responsible breeder, will really will let you know and uh, be very aware of that. But it's good uh, they it's very important every single day they have fresh water. Um there is a pellet. there. some pellets are actually formulated with all the essential things that they need, but they really do like a real grape. You know, they don't want a grape that's been put into a pellet. The pellets are good because it helps the, the mineral and vitamin balance but they, 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 you know, they need to pick things up with their feet and, you know, it helps sharp, um, keep their beak not be so sharp and um, their nails down. And also there's something else that's kind of common that most people, if they know anything about birds, it's called a cuddle bone that you can put into mm-hmm. um, the cage to help wear down. And, and it also provides some minerals and stuff. Um, so as far as a cage, the recommended size, and this is sort of a basic cage, is 24 by 24 by 30. And you can, again, wow. you can go online and find unbelievable information about it. But it's a, it's even though we're a medium-sized bird, the larger the cage, the happier they are. Mm-hmm. The one thing that's really good about the conure is they they can be alone and be quite happy. Um, some of the other um, birds... They don't kind of need a friend? Other, they are okay alone, especially if you get them at like if you are a family and you get home at night and um, you let the you know let the bird out, um, uh, you know during dinner time or after dinner time just to socialize. They really are okay. Um, some of the other parrots that I read really do like company, but they're good. These guys are good because they really attach themselves um, to the family. Um, so they really, um, they're they're they really are great, beautiful bird. If you want to start with that, um, that type of a bird, um, it it does, it is going to require a large cage, um, which, you know, can take up a good portion of your kitchen or wherever you're going to put them (laughs) in. They like to, they want to be in the middle of stuff. They want to see stuff. They don't, you know, you don't want to put a bird in the laundry room. If you're going to have a bird, they're, they're just far more um, interactive than I think I would have ever really thought of. I mean, they, they're kind of like a dog or a cat. They want to be in the thick of things. And it's important to remember, they live for 30 years and they get attached. It's just like a dog or a cat. They get attached to their people. So if you get a bird and you get it from like a baby bird, you got 30 years. You got to think about it, you know. (laughs) Um, And, you know, of course, there's pet stores that have them, but there's a lot of respectable breeders. And a lot of the breeders will actually have birds that have been turned back in. So you can always uh, rescue one, which I think is kind of a good thing. And um, they will be anywhere from like $149 to $350. Wow. So not terribly expensive, but, you know, and I think the upkeep on a bird is not overwhelming. Um, But, you know, there's, um, I think they're basically very healthy if you feed them appropriately. So. Sounds great. Not a good apartment bird. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to go get a bird?
2: (laughs) No, I'm working on the (laughs) guinea pig. And now we're at Critter Nutrition, and the topic today is CBD for Horses. One of the many intriguing complexes of the body system is homeostasis, the body working to maintain a constant and balanced internal environment. When a change occurs in an animal's or human's external environment, adjustments must be made so that the internal environment of the body and cells remain stable and function properly. Among the various homeostatic mechanisms in the body of all mammals is the endocannabinoid system. Mammals produce endocannabinoids to stimulate the cannabinoid receptors. Cannabinoid receptors are located throughout the body, including the brain, central nervous system, skeletal muscles, liver, and the GI tract. The receptor sites play important roles in the modulation of signaling pathways and homeostasis. In the GI tract, the cannabinoid receptor is in both the enteric nervous system and in non-neuronal cells in the intestinal mucosa. <clears throat> What's important about this is that the receptors in the GI tract influence the secretion of gastric acids, fluids, neurotransmitter, and hormones, as well as the permeability of the intestinal epithelium. And the reason this is so key is when you think of gastric uh, ulcers in horses. What is CBD? Well, CBD is a cannabidiol. It's a constituent of hemp that was discovered in 1940. In fact, it's one of hundreds of cannabinoid components of the hemp plant. Cannabinoid receptors in the body can link with cannabinoids, such as CBD, which results in message signaling and the cellular responses needed for healthy functioning and homeostasis. The endocannabinoids have a short, short life before being degraded by intercellular enzymes. Endocannabinoid molecules are produced on demand. CBD increases the availability of the body's own endocannabinoids by stopping a specific enzyme from degrading the endocannabinoids. This, in turn, provides more endocannabinoid molecules for the body. Now, the basic functions of the endocannabinoid system are the regulation of homeostasis, including metabolism, pain, mood, movement, Memory and learning, immune function, inflammation, and digestion. CBD oil. The most common form of CBD is CBD oil. It is quickly absorbed orally through the mucous membranes, bypassing the digestive system. This is beneficial for fast delivery. However, CBD oil typically has to be given multiple times per day because it is not long acting. There are challenges with CBD oil. Many companies cut CBD oil with other oils like coconut, hemp seed and olive oil. This dilutes the concentration of milligrams. The gold standard of extraction of the oil is CO2 extraction. This CBD oil ranges in price from 4200 to 5800 per 2.2 pounds of CBD oil. Because it is so expensive, many companies dilute it with other oils in the finished to market product. I've been studying CBD for two years. The oils that I've tested and worked with fell below my expectations. There's a lot of hype around CBD oil for pain, for neurotransmitter support for cancer. To me, the importance of CBD as a nutritional component is its ability to support homeostasis and the endocannabinoid system in the body. The body's ability to regulate homeostasis is, in fact, wellness. Rather than using CBD oil, Biostar chose to use the whole hemp plant, known as hemp biomass, that is certified organic, THC-free, and verified by a laboratory analysis. Although organic hemp biomass and its CBD and other components are broken down in the GI tract and not absorbed through the mucous membranes like CBD oil, many of the cannabinoid receptor sites are, in fact, in the GI tract. So by eating organic hemp biomass, the GI tract receptors and signaling pathways are supported. Another benefit is that CBD, when it is absorbed through the digestive tract, it is, no, it is far longer acting than CBD oil. Biostar was the first equine supplement company to bring hemp seed oil to the equine market 10 years ago. We were the first to use hemp protein in our supplements for horses. I think it's safe to say that Biostar knows hemp and we have a deep and abiding respect for how the plant is grown without pesticides, herbicides, or chemical fertilizers. Our decade worth of experience with hemp means we are not jumping on the CBD bandwagon because it is popular. We have assessed CBD and waited until the right form of CBD was available, the hemp biomass. Biostar's new product, Receptor EQ, provides organic hemp biomass, and the terpenines, bioflavonoids, and CBD that are contained within the biomass. It also provides ingredients that support the joints, healthy oxygenation of muscles, circulation, balanced mind, and a healthy GI tract. That's green lip muscles, astaxanthin, organic turmeric, organic kale, non-GMO sunflower lecithin, and organic black pepper. Receptor also provides the notable Ayurvedic tridoshic plant Amalaki, also known as Indian gooseberry. It is referred to as one of the most powerful rejuvenating herbs in Ayurveda. In Sanskrit, Amalaki means the sustainer. The base of Receptor includes organic pumpkin meal and coconut meal for added protein and beneficial fatty acids. Receptor is a wellness formula supporting homeostasis. Because each horse is an individual, benefits will vary from horse to horse. For instance, some horses may find Receptor helps relax their nervous mind. For others, they may move more powerfully and easily, may recover from physical activity more quickly, may be less prone to fecal inconsistency, may feel more comfortable within themselves. Receptor will be available October 2018. Well, we thought we'd have some fun in Coffee Clutch today, and um, we decided we would pick some celebrities and then choose which breed of dog would be the best fit for them. So the celebrities are Lady Gaga, George Clooney, Johnny Depp, Jennifer Lawrence, and President Trump. So starting with Lady Gaga, Uh who I absolutely adore, Um, I chose... I had three choices because I couldn't make up my mind: Saluki, or Borzoi, oh, or Whippet.
1: No, are you serious? I I got a Borz I did Borzoi as well. <laughs> good. That was good. That was good. And a Saluki. Well done. I had Saluki. Well done.
3: I had, I had Saluki. saluki. I, I had,
1: oh, that's crazy! Because I had uh, the only other one I had was Afghan Hound. So Afghan or Borzoi, but Saluki. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty
2: good. So, I thought Whippet was good too. Yeah.
1: yeah no, but I mean, they're all kind of not
2: as exotic. A Saluki and Borzoi are more exotic. Pre- yeah, to think. Yeah.
1: Pretty. Pretty. Yeah. And like, af- Saluki yeah. pretty darn good. Yeah. I just, well, <laughs> it just depends on what mood she's in. <laughs> right. I mean, really, all of those could be correct depending on how she's coming on stage. You just yes, know.
2: exactly,
1: exactly. Um.
2: Okay, Patty, what did you have for George Clooney?
1: <laughs> I don't know why, but this one, it just makes me very happy. I had Boston Schiller, which doesn't make all of sense, but it's kind of a round sort of cute face. And it just made me think of, of George Clooney.
2: I had Bulldog.
3: <laughs> no. Bulldog. Okay, that's funny. Bulldog. Okay, that's funny. Okay, what do you have <laughs> Jen I chose pointer. Oh interesting. Really the pointer is an we're exceedingly we're the handsome way. They're an exceedingly handsome dog. They're very good at what they do but they're other than that they're kind of bland <laughs> yeah. right? okay. Point over here that's all I got.
1: Okay. <laughs> interesting. Yeah that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I picked Depp. the
2: bulldog because yeah. it was total opposite. You've got this really handsome yeah. guy, yeah. and I thought it would just yeah. be so perfect for him to have a really, you know, a dog that has a f- the funny, you know, the teeth sticking up and in the jaw. And
1: well, that's and, why. Yeah, that's why I was thinking Boston Terrier. And that's funny. <laughs> oh, God, that is so funny. Get out of my head, Tigger. Get out of my head.
3: Freaking me out a little bit.
2: Okay, Jennifer, what did you have for Johnny Depp?
3: have an ease. <laughs>
4: oh, touche. Oh, that's touche. good.
2: I was, touche. I was kind of close. My two choices were have? Lassa, Opsa.
3: Oh, very close. Yeah. Okay. And okay. a Frenchie. <laughs> and a Frenchie. There you go. Oh, okay. You know, I, I almost,
1: oh, I almost went there with that, but I, I kind of went, I just kept thinking, Sort of middle on the ro- middle of the road because you know he's good looking ish. Yep. You know he's he's done a lot of really good things. He's athletic. Um, you know, people like looking at him. Not everybody's taste, but people like so I went with Dalmatian. Ha! Huh. Hmm. Dalmatian. Well, I was just
3: like you know, kind of good looking. Not maybe not everybody's cup of tea, but you that's, know. True, cause that's true because a Dalmatian is a polarizing breed. People either love them or hate them. Yes. I think you're right there. Yeah. Yes. I think you're right. Yeah.
2: I was thinking more of something small that he could travel with.
3: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I I was thinking of a breed that was, uh, didn't necessarily have a job in its, in its history, like a Havanese, but could be either cute and adorable or totally messy and dumb looking because their hair is really yeah. bad and curly and kinky. <laughs> yeah, You know, it has that That's wide good. variety of looks because Depp has a very Wait, wide variety of looks. Yes, he does. Yes, it's he true. does. He can, mm. he
1: can kind of turn into anything. A little yeah. bit like Lady Gaga. Yeah, but he's a little bit canadian
3: yeah. 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 I yeah. like it. Good ones.
2: Okay, Patty, yeah. what did you have for Jennifer Lawrence?
1: I don't care what you guys have. Mine's the best. Okay. okay, so let's just let's just vote on mine being the best anyway. Okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Because ready. this is so her. You ready? Yeah. Ready? Basenji.
3: I That's did too. Oh my gosh, go. I picked it too. No, you didn't. I did. I had my mouse hovering That's over crazy. the basenji. Oh that my is, god. Okay, that
1: is seriously insane. <laughs> Now that's okay. That's never happened
2: on healthy critters. Ever that we all got. No. The but same that I mean dog.
1: Okay, that's that okay, that's a little creepy. Okay, well done. What? So I was what? very right. Time, you time were three, absolutely right? right. You guys were right. Yeah.
0: Completely that was, totally. That, yeah. I wanna okay, know why, so I I wanna know that that why
1: was... everybody
2: chose I mean, I know why I chose the Basenji. Why did you cho- choose the Basenji, Jennifer?
3: Um no nonsense, athletic, mm-hmm. um, versatile, attractive. Yeah, that's that's where I was at, and all of those
1: things. And for me, they I just sort of silly because they're they can't really bark.
3: Not much of a bark. Like, there,
1: you know. I mean, yeah. So I mean, I just and they can be kind of cute in the little curly tail. I don't know. I just everything that she said. How about you, Tiggs?
2: I, I was going with the fact that that um, it's a dog that's very sociable, and um, it's sociable but aloof, and it's adaptable. Mm-hmm. It can live in an apartment. It can live in a house on a farm. It can live anywhere. And I I think of her. I think of the roles that she's played. How oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. versatile they are. Versatile, yeah. Um,
2: and, she, and I would think she would go for a very unique breed. You know, something she wouldn't and, have a And probably
1: on. wouldn't even know it. Yeah, but like she probably wouldn't even know she was going for you. Like, it, like, I just think she's kind of a cool person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that was pretty, that was neat, guys. That, that was well very done. cool. Yeah.
2: Okay, so our last one is President Trump. Um... What did you
1: have, Patty? Uh, I had Affin Pincher. <laughs> and I'm not going to explain This why. is too
3: <laughs> weird. I have Affin Pincher. <gasps> no, you don't. I did. Are I, you I picked it because it's also known as the Monkey Terrier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I picked
3: Affin <laughs> Oh,
1: that is so funny. Oh, oh that is so funny. my bigger. God. <laughs> What do
2: you I, have? I, I, I had two choices. Okay. My first choice was the standard white poodle, because it doesn't shed, and, you know, he doesn't like mess or, you know, yeah. so he wouldn't like dog hair. Um, and also, it's, it's the biggest of the poodles, because I don't think he'd want a little poodle. He'd want the biggest of the poodles. The biggest. Yeah. But then... I decided that really, I think the best breed for him would be the Chinese Crested that has no hair whatsoever.
3: (laughs) It's the bad hair breed. And where they do have hair, it's a bit of a sweep over. Yeah, it's the bad hair breed. Yeah. You got a good point there. See, I I can't pick the standard poodle because I really, really love standard poodles. So
2: I could not pick that. They're awesome dogs.
1: They are awesome dogs.
2: But uh, a Chinese crested—it it really isn't. In, uh, no offense to anybody who has one. It's—it—it it really just doesn't do anything for me.
3: Well, it does. We it <laughs> does win the world's ugliest dog contest for every other year. So. Often,
2: yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but don't you wonder how it
2: it got into development? I mean, you know, what humans no, sat I around? It,
1: I mean, I don't know who woke up one day. Well, we have a dog with weird spots on it and kind of not, not a lot of hair. But yeah. they are very sweet. I had a, a friend in in Wellington that had had them, and they they really are very sweet. But they're very fragile, right? That I don't
3: remember. I just I don't, I don't think they're I don't
1: think they're that fragile. It's, I mean, the only
3: thing I know about them, personality know. wise, is that they're really hard to housebreak.
1: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. That sounds sounds like a Frenchie to me. Yeah.
2: Well, if you guys out there, our listeners, if you have um, some, some good dog breed suggestions for our celebrities, please let us know on HealthyCrittersRadio.com or on our Facebook page, Healthy Critters Radio.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at BiostarUS.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app
2: on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store.
1: It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box.
2: Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter.
1: Cuddle your cows. Wrap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog, we also
2: recommend that you rack with your raccoon, gyrate with your giraffe, meditate with a meerkat, Uber with your orangutan, Facebook with your flamingo,
1: ponder with your panda, walk with your wookie, yawn with your yak, Twitter with your toucan, go raining with your reindeer, Dropbox
2: your dragon. <laughs>